Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Monday, April 8th. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chafet de Oliveira. And uh, happy Monday to everybody. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, brand new day, um, part of school or part of work or whatever's taking place in our life. We ask God as we just pause for a moment, uh, reflect on your word. May you be with us. Give us wisdom. Give us your understanding. And uh, as we think on this passage as well, an interesting passage, a call to us to participate May we reflect on what it actually means for us locally. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm excited because today I'm having an outdoor statistics picnic. We are going to talk about multiple linear regression in the great outdoors (laughs) while eating various picnic items. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like like the picnic sounds great, but I don't know about the multi, what is it? Multiple linear regression. Yes. Very exciting. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and read this text. This will be the easiest thing I do today. I can read. John 13, 1 through 17, in the New Living Translation, the Mm. NLT, subheading, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, Unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, Then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, A person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. That is what he meant when he said, Not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, Do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth. Slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. I like that translation. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. New living, uh, new living translation. All right, here's the uh, recalibrate question for today. Uh, how does worshiping the God who washes feet change the terms by which you define yourself? What does it mean to be genuinely human? Well, I'm not sure that it does, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because culturally, I, I understand that culturally this washing you, of feet you're is... You're not un- sure what does what? Sorry. It doesn't define you? I'm not sure that it changes the terms by which I define oh, okay. myself. 
I am pretty sure what it means to be genuinely human, but okay. we'll talk about that later. No, I'm saying that on a, you know, academic sort of level, I understand the mm-hmm. cultural significance of feet being like the most disgusting thing ever and that it's very humiliating to touch somebody's feet, that in the Middle East you insult people with shoes, you know, things like that. But because we don't have this cultural thing, even though I understand it, I don't understand it on an emotional or a gut level. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I can ever understand it, if that makes any sense. And I've sometimes wondered if when Jesus talks about wanting us to do the same thing, if it doesn't mean kind of tweaking that to our culture, figuring out what would be the thing that is humility for us. Because mm-hmm. humility for us is not touching somebody's feet. It's really mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. So I don't know. I mean, I do you yeah. have a, a different no. response to it? That is interesting. So, I mean, and there are practices that we do, right? We take the the bread and the juice, yeah, and we eat the bread and we eat the juice. And so, I think I think that the foot washing, maybe we are drawing so much into it because we we are pulling into like, oh, they would have had really dirty feet, and so that would have been shocking to them and all that. No, kind of I stuff. don't think it's because their feet were so dirty. It's because symbolically, feet were like like wiping somebody's backside or something. I guess from what I've understood. Okay. That right. feet are like a very insulting, very disgusting mm, thing. I don't know if it was as bad as that. But well, yeah, I, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I might be over exaggerating. <laughs> I probably am. But but I think that the the intent behind it is the is the symbolism, right? Uh, of what what was it that Jesus was doing here, and what was he trying to teach? And I think that the act, uh, like you know, when we eat the bread, we eat a very small portion of bread, and we drink a little itsy bitsy cup it's of symbolic. juice. It's just yeah. it's, sim- it's a symbolic. Yeah, it can be really meaningful uh, depending on how you approach it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what the intent is uh, behind going through the practice of foot washing. So, you know... No, I, t- I understand the symbolism. I just... The question about how does it change how I define myself, that feels like kind of a, a big well, I think thing, a big I think game based, changer. It in itself doesn't really change the way that I define myself. Maybe it is part of the entire... How does the worship... How does worshiping the God who washes feet change the terms by which you define yourself? So I guess what... It, what I, I mean, I don't know. Is, is it saying that Jesus washing feet is more important than him becoming a person or him dying on the cross? It feels like this is somehow taking precedent that, whoa, we washed feet. So that kind of changes everything. It's pretty significant and that I'm John... Like, mm, I don't know. Who, you know. ...who wrote this gospel chose to actually capture this story. So there must be something significant about it other than... Well, that's like, what I mean for them. It would have been... Yeah, because and, of the feet. Well, okay. So there's there's always the the implication of what it means for them. Yeah. And if we believe that that's all the well, I, I believe that the Bible's written more than just for this. I like them, how you're drawing right? a circle in your hand again. I am. I am. <laughs> I do. It's hilarious. That's the way I think. <laughs> with, with circular. Circular thoughts and circular then thinking. We and then that. linear thoughts as well. It's kind of cool. So, but I, I like to encapsulate everything inside that. But I think that I think that when. I read the gospel writers, I'm reading that their their intent is to tell a portion of the story that's tied to something deeper or tied to some kind of narrative to say, I'm not just telling you a fact about this for the, the sake of like, we had nothing to do, so I told you about what's going on. Because he never told us what he did on Wednesday. Yeah. So, so why? Well, yeah, I mean, it's important, obviously. Yeah, and I think that there is there is something about recognizing God who says, I actually want to be not only your creator, but I, but I came and I put myself in a position of being your servant, and I want you to actually exist with each other in this way. And I think that is actually what this, the symbol of it is. So if, 
if we go to foot washing with the intent to try and discover that about each other, I think that the whether you sprinkle or whether you, you know, clean in between the toes and all that kind of stuff, I think that's actually irrelevant as opposed as much as it is to why you're doing it. Mm. And and I really think it takes it takes the the mind has to be in the right place, the heart has to be in the right place before people participate. That's why we say, you know, even about communion, the the, the element of communion, the, the bread and the juice is that it's open. It's it's open to anybody to participate. And we're just inviting people to be as honest as they can. Well, I think sometimes God. your heart gets in the right place from doing a thing. Yeah, and I think so too. That often if you yeah. wait for your heart to be in the right place, you'll never do anything. No, I, I so think so I sometimes too. think you just have to act, like whether think, you feel like it or not. And I think that there's something it. about, you know, I've seen many people, you know, reconcile or, you know, forgive each other or just become friends again because they've just like the things that were sorted out and by participating in communion together, by participating in the ordinance of foot washing, they kind of like they're forgiven each other as well. Right. And there is something deep inside that as well. So I think it's interesting that the story is of Jesus doing this with people who are betraying him and people who love him and people who who are part of it. What, what's striking me in the passage, and we'll come, at, I guess, to it later on in the week, is uh, when he says, you can't be part of me unless you're part of me fully by participating in this so mm. i wonder what that means as well but um hey let me repeat the question now because our time is up but how does worshiping the god who washes feet change the terms by which you define yourself and what does it mean to be genuinely human um that's actually really important as well and i think that the daily walk really kind of pulls us into a new place there where there's quite a good challenge so think about that look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.